0: bum bum nerd nebula episode five we're back
1: hey hey hey
0: or ho 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 because it's getting close to christmas jacob
1: that is very true it is we are like a week away that's a terrifying thought because it feels like last week it was my birthday and that's now that i think about it seven months ago i still remember
0: clearly the christmas from last year which is (laughs) like you said scary I can remember it vividly, and it's Christmas again now.
1: I still feel like I'm having to go back and play that last round of beer pong with champagne from last Christmas. It's
0: Oh, that's nasty.
1: Oh no, it was good fun, but it, it didn't end well. But that's another story.
0: That's why I said it's nasty.
1: Yeah. Champagne is nice to drink, but the after
0: effects is oof, oof.
1: Yeah, it was good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but people are here to listen to us rant about nerdy shit, so let's get into it.
1: Let's get into it.
0: Let's talk about the big news about Mortal Engines.
1: Yeah, it's not doing very well, unfortunately.
0: That's a bit of an understatement there, Jacob. It's doing very bad.
1: Yeah, it looks like it could be the worst selling movie that Peter Jackson's been involved with so far. Some other rival producers or something said the way that it's selling and everything they think it's gonna lose a hundred million dollars
0: and uh, thinking that the um, budget for the movie is 150 million dollars yeah. losing a hundred million dollars that's devastating yeah it may have cost 150 million but on top of that it's like marketing and everything else so it needs to do at least 300 million to break even yeah. And if it's set to lose 100, well, let's just say things aren't looking up for it.
1: No, no, unfortunately, it probably won't be doing anything more in that uh, intellectual property. It's a bit of a shame because Peter Jackson had originally wanted to make it into a franchise. I feel like he got a lot of pressure from the studio and anyone that was sort of directing that behind the scenes that he had to make it into one movie, which ruined the entire thing for me.
0: I think one of the reasons why it all got pressured to be in one movie is because of the effects of the um, Hobbit trilogy.
1: Yeah, that probably didn't help. Like, he did amazing things with the Lord of the Rings movies. He always seems to choose such dense books and stories to take the ideas for his world from that there needs to be a lot invested into it over long periods of time so that it tells the story that needs to be told and i think that them pressuring for this movie to be you know the two hour runtime that it ended up as yeah entirely shot itself in the foot i'm not saying make a movie for each of the four books in the series i'm saying make Maybe two movies or like a three-part mini series, or something that would have been able to explain so much more backstory that got completely lost in that movie.
0: That definitely felt a lot of plot points and a lot of characters that were just there for the sake of being there.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to keep it reasonably spoiler-free for all the people yeah, yeah. that still want to see it. And like, it's still a fun movie, but I don't want people going into it expecting it to be anywhere near A, as good as the books, or B, as good as any of the other great movies that Peter Jackson has made. And to be fair, he did not direct this.
0: Yeah, you read the books, and I didn't. What was your opinion coming out of it?
1: They missed a lot of what the book was trying to get, but a lot of it did justice to the books. There was certain artistic license they had to take with certain parts and whatnot and I understand that making a movie is different from making a book sometimes you have to change a plot line or a storyline and tweak it a little bit just to make it fit properly with the narrative in a movie but then there was there was a lot of bits that didn't sit well with me like the fact that they just completely dulled out certain characters and they were nothing more than a couple of quippy catchphrases and well-opportune death scene. I don't know. I always find it hard when they do stuff like that.
0: Going into the movie knowing absolutely nothing about this franchise, yeah. I honestly felt confused about halfway through the movie because I just I didn't understand half of what was going on because some of it just didn't make sense. Because this takes place a thousand years or so after mankind
1: blew itself up. After the 60-minute war, which actually lasts 16 minutes.
0: They praise old world tech. And yet they built giant cities that work like tanks and steampunk technology with, like, computers. And yet they're fascinated by a fucking toaster. You build technology that's way more advanced than a toaster. Why are you so fascinated by it and like, a fucking transistor? I I think it's
1: more like... I think the point that the book was trying to get across was more that we're always going to be fascinated by stuff that came before us and that we don't understand. And they did a very terrible job of portraying that sort of... Like, that was one of the main tenets of the book. We're always fascinated about what we don't understand, and we try and make sense of everything, and that's a very human thing to do. In uh, the movie, that didn't come across as that. No. It came across as just
0: people fascinated by old world things as if they were like knickknacks. It painted the people living in this world as kind of fucking idiots, really. (laughs) Like, it just didn't make sense to me. And that took me out of the movie so much.
1: Yeah, I can imagine that would have pulled you away from the movie. See, like, I... Going and knowing a lot about the world, I could forgive some of the liberties they took in the movie because I already knew what that stood for. But I can imagine going in completely blind to everything in the movie, a lot of that would not make sense. They need to make a lot more of that approachable and able to be picked up quickly through subtle cues. Yeah. A lot of that just got lost in the movie. Unfortunately, it it got lost in the special effects. The special effects and there was even practical effects in there. There was a lot of that. They were all insanely well done. It's just, unfortunately,
0: special effects and visual effects can't carry an entire movie, not a two-hour
1: movie. I don't know. Look at Pacific Rim.
0: Yeah, but that movie has giant robots fighting each other.
1: Yeah, exactly. This had giant cities fighting each other. It, it It's just as ridiculous as Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Pacific Grim's a song by Cattle Decapitation. <laughs> Silly <laughs> Jacob. But yeah, Pacific Rim is just as ridiculous and preposterous as this. The main difference thing... I would see would be the fact that there's so many other giant robots fighting shit movies and tv shows that it didn't feel completely alien there's not many giant cities eating things
0: i feel like that's one of the problems there's only there's very few instances of the main city london actually doing a lot of you know fighting and all that it's mainly yeah. in the beginning and then yeah. it's about and even the that was characters. done terribly After that, it's about the characters, which, honestly, I didn't really give that much of a shit about. Like, maybe in the books, their story and backstory and and all that is explained in great detail. But at least in the movie, it felt like they were cardboard cutouts. Like, you could tell where the story was going with them from the moment they met.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of, like, especially in the movie, there's a lot of cliches and emphasis trying to put on telling that same old story and there wasn't a whole lot of actual development it sort of expected you to know the tropes that they're going to use and the cliches so that they could tell the story but there was wasn't much of a story to tell oh they're great books but the movie felt so rushed and so (sighs) ill-paced when the movie
0: started I have to say that it did have its own identity because I've never seen that before, like cities fighting other cities and eating them, literally eating them. But about a quarter through, it lost that identity and tried to be every other chosen one YA novel. Because at some point, I'm not even kidding, for the people who are listening, there's a character who comes straight out of the fucking Matrix, And then halfway through the movie, it turns into Star Wars with the exact plot points of those original movies. So I'm just thinking like, were the books a product of its time because Star Wars was popular then? Because I know that these books came out in like the 1980s, right? So was it just a product of its time and adapting it into a big budget movie in 2018, kind of redundant, because it seemed like that to me it felt like i was implementing too many ideas done better
1: i i don't necessarily agree with that but i feel like a lot of the movie's actual magic the 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 magic behind the story in the book sorry gets lost in this movie it was a great series of books when but then again i was younger i i i might have to go back and read them again and see what i see what i think of them now and yeah there was a couple of things where it was like oh yeah that's that sort of trope and that's that plot point but there was enough around it that it didn't just feel like cookie cutter garbage which unfortunately is what the movie kind of felt like for the most part i think i want to love it a lot more than i do love it i enjoyed it i had fun during the movie but it's not a movie that i'm gonna go back to and watch next week and the week after and the week after
0: i went into it wanting to love it because like i said the first quarter of the movie yeah i loved but then it uh, got what i would call transformeritis where it switched focus from the fighting cities. On to the humans where I didn't really care about them much because, like we talked about, their characters weren't totally They, they, they didn't
1: develop them very well, no. Yeah. I think that was largely due to the pacing of the movie. Yeah, the movie had They didn't leave enough time definitely... for you to give a shit about anything. Like, everything, every single piece felt rushed, other than that first, like, quarter of the movie. That was paced really well. And then it started to escalate really, really quickly. And then they missed out entire like sections of the books that would have given so much depth to the characters and it would explain why they're doing the things they're doing and it, it makes them their own thing but when you strip it down it's just the cookie cutter shit
0: until about 10 minutes before the end of the movie i would have given it i would have given it a seven yeah. It was an enjoyable movie, but there was one plot point right at the end which made me go
1: in the movie, just go for fuck's sake, and I think that yeah, you actually I heard you. you. I heard yeah. you and I laughed because I knew exactly what you were saying.
0: I don't want to spoil it for people, but it's honestly such a you're just left dumbfounded. Did they actually do this? Is this an actual thing that like happened now? Like the a movie stole so much from previous classics. Yeah. But this this one thing you can't
1: steal and not expect people to go, oh, oh for fuck's sakes. Yeah, you, you can't expect people to see that in a cinema and then not think, oh, that's that classic movie. Yeah. Like, it's, and it's going to be taken back to that because yeah. it's such an iconic scene.
0: At first I gave the movie a seven, but then after I mulled things over, I think just that one scene brought it down to like a 5.5.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just... I, I'd say like, six would be pushing it for me and yeah. like i wanted to love it so much more than i did i was expecting it to be a eight or nine out of ten but six that's a six from me which is unfortunate because it was such a big part of my teenage years i mean i loved those books it's happened and it's out yeah. there Yeah. And uh, it looks like it's going
0: to be one of the biggest flops of 2018. Yeah. Yeah. And I never thought that I'd say a Peter Jackson movie is one of the biggest flops of that year. Again,
1: he didn't direct it, so we can't hold it entirely against him. His name is all across it, sir.
0: Yeah, so unfortunately he's going to receive the brunt of the hate because when the credits started rolling and I saw directed by I didn't recognize the name so it's obviously not that big of a director after Christian
1: Hall I think was his name
0: yeah like I didn't recognize the name so the brunt of the criticism is going to go towards Peter Jackson unfortunately yeah that's about that for the movie discussion let's get into something that will uh, hype us up trailers. Yeah. I am assuming you've seen the Avengers Endgame trailer. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, oh yes. It's so bleak.
1: <laughs> so bleak.
0: It has Iron Man dying in space and 50% of the universe's population had Christian wiped Rivers, out. Christian Rivers, that
1: was his name. What? Christian Rivers, that was the director's name.
0: Ah, all right. <laughs> I all couldn't right, even Christian remember Rivers.
1: the guy's name, Jesus. Sorry, yep. Yeah. Sorry, you were saying?
0: I was just saying how everything is just bleak in the um, endgame trailer.
1: Yeah, everyone looks pretty defeated.
0: There's something to say about playing these characters for so long. Like, even how... Uh, what's her name, Black Widow, when she says Thanos did exactly what he said, he would wipe 50% of the entire species in the known universe. Like, the way she says it, the amount of gravitas that she says it with, you can feel the hopelessness. For a comic book movie, for something that's supposed to be, you know, like, light-hearted fun, this is incredibly dark and depressing.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, it's not just fake moody, like, fucking justice league was
0: you can honestly feel like these characters like truly were fighting to save everyone and having failed and having to live with the consequence that yeah so many people died because of them because they couldn't stop thanos you can't help but feel for them
1: yeah no like that trailer has me more interested in that than i have been for a avengers film since like shit ever.
0: Avengers Infinity War had me hyped up like a motherfucker, right? But this one has me hyped up, but in a um, in a different way, contemplating way. Yeah. There's so much at uh, stake now that
1: you can cut the tension with a knife yeah see like i did not give two shit about infinity wars when it came out when i finished watching it i was like that was the weirdest fucking ending i've ever seen that was one hell of a way to end a franchise i guess and then now they're still putting out movies and now i'm just like well now i need to know how they all fit in so i guess they've fucking got me hook line and sinker now
0: i think this is gonna be the end of the avengers brand of um movies for a while Yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. Because they're still going to make individual Marvel movies, but the Avengers line is going to be ending, at least for the time being. Because it's not just the end of the story, it's um, contracts are ending as well.
1: Yeah, so so I wonder how many are going to get renewed, and how many are going to get rebooted to be not these characters, or these actors rather. Yeah,
0: because I mean... um... Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans already said that this is going to be their last movie. They're not playing the characters anymore because,
1: well, they've been playing them for 10 years. Yeah, that's a long time to be known as one single character sort of thing.
0: They've left their mark on the the, uh, franchise. It's time to let someone else take the reins.
1: Those are some big shoes to fill for either of those roles.
0: Their likeness is now attributed to Iron Man and Captain America.
1: Yeah. They like, they are now those characters like when like, when when I think of Captain America, I think of Chris Evans now.
0: They're going to have to do some like reality warping at the end of the movie with the Infinity Gauntlet which will explain why Tony Stark and Captain America look uh, different now because that's the only way I, I can see it yeah. continuing without fully killing off the characters
1: without just entirely hard rebooting the series yeah that's unless they just play it off like nothing ever happened and i reckon marvel would have the balls to do that marvel would have to have the balls to be like what nah he's always looked like this and it's just i don't know Mm. idris elba playing fucking iron man or something
0: i would love to see that
1: Oh, that'd be fucking hilarious. Because Idris isn't exactly like a comedy funny guy. He's very serious all the time. So seeing him in a more lighthearted, but still action-packed role would be quite interesting. But seeing him do like a hidden reboot even, and then just play it off like nothing has changed. Oh, that would make my day.
0: Marvel has the cred now to actually pull that off and it being like, you know, good. Going with the topic of superheroes, the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, that trailer really took me by surprise. Written, of course, by uh, former My Chemical Romance frontman, Gerard Way.
1: Yeah, see, because it was associated with that, I never gave it a chance. I was just like, oh yeah, it's Uh going to be some whiny emo shit. (laughs) And then... (laughs) And then... I saw the trailer and I was like, oh yeah, Raz will be excited about that. And then I watched it and I was like, fuck, now I'm excited about that. The um, trailer didn't give much away. It, it's- That's what I liked these kids
0: who were born from mothers who weren't pregnant the day before they gave birth and all these kids having superpowers and it's kind of hard to not compare it to avengers now Uh, these kids teaming up against a powerful evil kind of like that it
1: sounds more like x-men than yeah it it gave me more of like a darker x-men vibe as opposed to a Avengers vibe, but that's just me. Yeah. And they're all part of this school called the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, that was another thing that sort of leaned towards that. Towards X-Men, yeah. Yeah.
0: They're all dressed in their little um, school uniform, the dark school uniforms, kind of like a black parade. Huh?
1: No. Huh? No. <laughs> Naughty.
0: Come on, Jacob. Don't be so disenchanted. <laughs> <sighs> Okay. Okay. you've been
1: waiting all week to do that, haven't you?
0: Oh yes, yeah, I have.
1: God damn it!
0: (laughs) Okay, but
1: that's that's not okay.
0: That's the last My Chemical Romance reference, maybe. (laughs) I
1: am genuinely interested to see. Yeah, I'm excited to see what Netflix will do to that.
0: Yeah, because it's coming out in February next year. Yeah,
1: and it's got Ellen Page in it, and she's quite good. She's quite good. Did you ever see Super that had her in it? Yes, yes. Um, oh, that was fantastic. Directed by James Gunn. Yeah, I keep forgetting that he did that movie. It was a very
0: dark movie, like a very it dark superhero movie. It was very different
1: movie. to everything he'd done, like he'd done Scooby-Doo before that. It came out in, oof,
0: I have to say 2008, 2009, Super, I think. And I like, think it yeah. was 2010, 2010, right? Yeah, I knew it was around that time period. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a very dark superhero movie. I'm thinking, kind of hoping the Umbrella Academy is going to be dark, not just like, because it's going to have cookie moments, but I want it to be dark and taken a lot more serious than like other comic book properties.
1: Yeah, so I, I think type. they did well with keeping the dark tone to daredevil and punisher and like that line not yeah. so well with some of the others in that franchise but we've already talked about that i think they're gonna do really well with keeping that dark undertone and making it gritty and real and visceral and gory hopefully i'm a big fan of gore yeah
0: <laughs> i know have to wait and see and hopefully yeah it's gonna be the great thing that i i I'm imagining it can be
1: i'm hoping that it's going to be very good too just because i know how happy that'll make you
0: and uh, speaking of james gunn making yes, dark dark yes. uh superhero movies i showed you last night actually
1: i sent you the link last night to brightburn yes and now i've watched it three times and shown it to about five people this came out of nowhere <laughs>
0: Because like, I haven't heard anything about this movie until the trailer dropped. Nothing
1: until you sent me that link.
0: I saw it and I was just like,
1: I need to see this movie. It's everything that I've wanted in a DC style movie. For people who don't know what we're praising here, Brightburn
0: is kind of like a what-if story. It's basically the origin of Superman the the baby dropped
1: at the random barn out in the middle of nowhere and the parents find it and raise it as their own that wee story
0: but there's twist the baby that grows up to be a kid is a fucking psychopath
1: yeah it reminds me a little bit of what oh god what's that movie called now what's the one where the the three teenagers get the powers and chronicle chronicle Mm -hmm. That's the one. It reminds me a little bit of that. Yeah. But more like two dudes got real stoned while watching Saturday morning cartoons one day and then thought, man, do you know what? I wonder what would happen if Superman was a dick.
0: <laughs> That's probably one of the thought processes behind this movie because you can't look at this and not think, this is Superman.
1: Yeah, it's so even got him like scratching a logo and
0: the cape, the red cape. Yeah, even the the way the trailer is shot, it looks like the Man of Steel trailer. Yeah, can't help but feel that James Gunn might lose another job with like a DC
1: now. To be fair, it's only going to be Suicide Squad 2. Like, it's not that big of a loss. He has some fucking rungs to climb if he's going to try and bring that franchise back.
0: I mean, to be fair, James Gunn isn't directing this. He's an executive producer and wrote it with his brother, I think.
1: Yeah, no, with his two brothers. And then one of the guys that he worked with on Guardians of the Galaxy is going to direct it. Yeah. And I mean, I had a look on at this guy's track record, and he's got some pretty good stuff under his belt. He worked on the Belco experiment, which was interesting. He actually directed the Guardians of the Galaxy Inferno. Yeah, yeah. The we dancing scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's not yeah. entirely new to directing and stuff, so I think the fact that Mr. Gunn there, the Gunn Trio, have allowed him to do this speaks to his skills and they wouldn't let him do it if they didn't think he could pull it off. So I'm very looking forward to seeing this at the end of May. This movie is being put
0: out by Sony, which so far, from what I've been hearing, they've had two big successes this year. One, I think it's not entirely warranted with Venom, but that movie made so much money. like It surpassed Justice League in terms of money made that's not hard then with spider-man into the spider-verse which apparently is getting universal praise
1: yeah i've heard nothing but good things about that film i really yeah. need to get along and see it as soon as i can
0: so maybe sony is finally hitting their stride with the superhero movies Bryburn is one of my most anticipated movies of 2019 now yeah we got one more trailer too discuss here, Jacob. That's for a video game. The Outer Worlds.
1: Oh, mm, this looks like everything I've been waiting for for a long time now. I've been wanting something that feels like Borderlands, but doesn't have that cartoony feel to the graphics and has the storylines of Fallout New Vegas. And lo and behold, now every single one of those tick boxes has got a big fat tick in it and i am going to probably take some time off work when this gets released and just play it for days straight
0: (laughs) it's being brought to us as it says in the um, trailer from the original creators of fallout and the developers of fallout new vegas yeah even though i've heard that they say like don't expect it to be like Fallout, New Vegas, but in space. It's made by the same developers, so it's going to be the same kind of RPG game, but it will be its own identity, its yeah, own yeah. feel. So even from the trailer, it looks as going for more of a cookie space opera.
1: Yeah, I honestly think it's going to feel like I'm playing as the main character in the fifth element, and I am 100% yeah. okay with that. I am 100% okay with that. Why has no one made a fifth element, like, triple A RPG title yet? That would do probably terribly, (laughs) but I would still play it.
0: Because there's not much info on the game now, because it's just been revealed last week. But consider me impressed, like, just from the way the game was presented its atmosphere and uh, all that like it's um it's one of my most anticipated games now just because i've been wanting a good space
1: opera ever since mass effect shat itself yeah andromeda did not do well for that series it effectively killed mass effect <laughs> yeah like mass effect one i played but didn't like the mechanics got in the way of the story and it made me not want to play it but i played it anyway i played it on like as easy as i could just to get through the game mass effect 2 i've played like four times mass effect 3 i've played a couple of times but like it's that little bit of decline after number two but number two was perfect it's just a shame that ea
0: fucked andromeda so much that by the time it got released and after all the patches it was just too late and the franchise got killed Yeah, it's probably not going to be able to come back
1: from that, I don't think.
0: Yeah, fantastic. But to end this episode, Jacob, we're going to be talking about some news in the uh, video game bubble that I think is quite fucking ridiculous and funny, if you know what I'm talking about.
1: Go on, tell them what Uh, we're going to talk about.
0: Let's turn the clock back 10 years when Soldier Boy was... Relevant? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Relevant. When Soldier Boy was relevant and he released Crank That Soldier Boy, Tell Him song, whatever the fuck that people Uh, were singing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, that thing.
0: All right forward the clock again and we're here with soldier boy trying to release his own video game console called the soldier game which Uh. basically
1: is a ripoff of a chinese ripoff from what i saw about it it just looked like one of those run-of-the-mill emulator stations that you can put together for 30 bucks and he's trying to sell it for that's
0: exactly what it is the best thing about this news is is that he doesn't have the rights to all those games. If you go onto his website it says the type of games the <laughs> soldier game can play is Switch, PS4, Xbox One, 360, Neo Geo, Game Boy Advance and all pretty much every console and handheld on the face of the planet. Apparently he yeah. can play all of those. 3000 ...plus games on the handheld and 800-plus games on the home console.
1: Fucking hell.
0: I saw a few videos where people do side-by-side comparison of the Soldier Game console... ...and the... I can't remember the name of the actual emulator console you can get off AliExpress... ...and it's basically the same thing, just with a coat of paint and Soldier Game put on the side. The thing is, those emulator consoles from AliExpress... Are half the price of what he's selling the Soldier game for. Yeah. And he's just out on like fucking Twitter saying that haters are stopping him from entering the video game industry. No. Uh, it's like Get a no. better fucking product then come and talk i'm not sure if it's him or his team but what it is basically doing is buying emulators with pirated games and then selling them for a higher profit yeah and, uh, that is illegal <laughs> that is insanely highly insanely
1: illegal either his team surrounding him are like yeah sure we'll do what you tell us but you're taking the fall and it's in their contracts and he's gonna go away for 10 to 15 years and they're gonna get paid and laugh at him or he's doing this all himself and he's just employed people to like set up shops for him and stuff like that i don't know what is funnier to me the thought of him doing this all himself thinking yeah i'm gonna get rich and then gonna probably spend 10 years in prison or the thought of people sort of getting him to do this thinking that it's gonna sell well
0: It just reminds me of
1: one of those schemes that one of your homies from back home back in the day that always thought he was going to get like real rich. It seems like one of those ideas that that guy would come up with when he's real drunk at 3am.
0: Yeah, but what's more mind boggling is that the soldier game home console is apparently sold out. So there's people who are
1: actually buying this. I mean, in saying how much I hate the idea of everything that this stands for, I kind of want one just to laugh at it, but I don't want to pay full price.
0: It's like $150 for a shitty emulator system that anyone with decent knowledge about how hardware and emulation and knows how to use BitTorrent can put together.
1: That's all well and good. I still want to get one to laugh at him, but I'm not paying $150. (laughs) I'll give him $7.50 and a firm handshake (laughs) <laughs> with, with direct eye contact. That's my highest offer. I'm sure he will readily agree. Well, he fucking should. I'm awesome. <laughs> we'll
0: have to monitor how this um, we'll story, to how to this story this develops. One. This is
1: too hilarious to not yeah. poke a little bit of fun at.
0: I honestly hope that he gets jail time because this is just stupid.
1: Yeah, like, how did he think this was going to end? With him being a multi-millionaire game tycoon? Not if you don't release your own fucking games. Ripping off the people who put hard work into making those games and
0: him or his team just pretty much stole them.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Jacob, once again, we've reached the end of another episode. Mm, It's been emotional. It's been a great time. But it's getting late and I want to go eat dinner. So until next we meet, I'm going to say adieu.
1: And I'm going to say hail Satan.